Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Dottie flies solo. Dottie says YOLO. Dottie flies solo. And then she's gonna get no dough. Yum. I love donuts. We are not sponsored by no dough. Roll up, roll up. Hello, 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 hello. This is Dottie. How you doing? I can't hear you. I'm sensing you. I'm sensing you're feeling good. Maybe tired. You're listening in on a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. One of those days. And you're probably tired. Maybe you're pumped. Maybe you just had six cups of coffee. Maybe you're just pumped on life. Maybe someone just asked you out and you're feeling fly. (laughs) Or maybe you just got your nails done and you're feeling fly. Or maybe you just woke up like that and you're just feeling fly. (laughs) Today's show is, is an exciting one for me and hopefully for you. Gosh, I hope so. Um, Because this is my first show writing solo. This is going to be wild. (laughs) Um, I've I've got a few things sorted out that I want to chat to you about, but pretty much this is going to be as free form as it gets. And I don't have anyone to save me. I've left the house without a security blanket and it's going to be real interesting. (laughs) I guess worst case scenario, um, I'll just delete it. But uh, that's too easy then, isn't it? No, I'm going to make you a promise right now that no matter how terrible this is, you get to hear it because it's the real deal. And I'm all about being real. I think that's really important. I think that's really important. Oh, my God. It's not that bad, really. It's, it's, it's good to make fun of, you know, your nerves because it just puts it all in perspective that really nothing really matters. Anyone can see. Break it down. Oops. Nothing really matters. Nothing really matters to me. Ow. So today <laughs> I was thinking that uh, I'd, I'd have my sound effects on side as well. I've got the cheers set up so I can just have a wild crowd cheering me on if I'm starting to think that I need that extra uh, approval. And um, because it's weird talking to yourself in a room alone. It's very strange. Um, And I've also got the laugh track lined up because if I'm not funny at all, I'm just going to play that and pretend that I am. Um, I also think this is like the reason why I got so excited about this is I, I didn't manage to get a guest lined up for this week. 
It just wasn't all, – all my potentials were just a bit busy doing other stuff. Um, and so I was like, okay, well, this is an opportunity. And in the last couple of weeks, I've been thinking a bunch about that, like just kind of taking opportunities when they come, um, which sounds like really corny and just overused that expression. But let me just go into it a bit deeper. Um, using opportunities when they come in the sense that when when – when something happens that I'm not anticipating and I'm going, oh, that's not how I usually do it or I don't know or oh, that's not sort of necessarily my comfort zone, just going, all right, well, let's try something different, see see what happens. Let's, let's hope for the best. Um, and it's been kind of cool. Had some really wicked experiences come from just sort of saying yes to random things. I'm also going to pretend that I'm talking to a mute person. Because I was thinking, you know, it's, it, you know, the whole podcast medium is a bit odd anyway. You know, you're talking to someone that can hear you. You're having a conversation, but they can't respond. That's, that's exactly what it is. So, if I'm in a room with someone that can't respond, they're probably mute. And, you know, I could do that. That sort of gave me a bit of confidence. It's like, I could talk to a mute. Totes. I got that. I got that down. I'm just going to read. I'm just going to read the signals that are happening through the air and just take it from there. Oh, poetic. Oh, didn't mean that. I'm pretty fly. Um, (laughs) I was also thinking like, what would my analogies be for like, what could I, what could I, uh, what, what could be like an interesting analogy for this experience or just like, what are other things that we do for the first time? We go to school for the first time. You know, we make, we, we cook for ourselves the first time. Um, we get up and speak publicly in front of someone for the first time. We wet our pants for the first time. Ooh. <laughs> All of these experiences we're terrified about, but then we're usually super glad that they happen afterwards, aside from the peeing the pants thing. Although, you know what? You make it cool. You own it. Um, I did a couple of events this week, like did a couple of gigs this week that were really fun. We had um, on, so we had an event for For the Record, um, myself and a bunch of other performers. So I didn't run that. That's run by the incredible Maya and Maya. I don't know why I said Maya. Oh, I do know because I teach kids and there are like a million different variations of that name, which drives me mental. Like there's Maya, Maya, Mia. Oh my God, my brain just exploded. Um, (laughs) So Maya hosts that gig um, amongst another, like another couple of teammates that I, I, don't know too well. Um, but that event's held at the Bearded Lady in West End. And so I got to get up for that and do some storytelling um, on a Tuesday night. And it was so fun. Um, it was such a good gig. And I definitely recommend any of our listeners checking that out and going along. Really cheap tickets. I think it was like $15. Uh, Make sure you book ahead because as Queenslanders, we like to just, you know, roll out of bed and just land wherever we land. Um, (laughs) But it's super helpful to our artists if we plan ahead and sort of, you know, they know that they've got a crowd or they know if they need to hustle harder um, to get the crowd in. But usually that venue is pretty packed out. And I'd say get tickets ahead of time because you might miss out. Um, so what it is, is it's a bunch of storytellers. Everyone gets about a 10 minute time slot and they can just get up and share a story. And it's usually to a theme. Um, the hosts are so funky. Um, 
I was having a massive laugh before the show even got started just from the MCs. It was really cool. And the crowd was awesome. Kudos to that crowd. So responsive. Oh, it was just amazing. I just felt like my cup had runneth over when I got off that stage just thinking, oh, just just really cool crowd. And I think it's because it's not strictly a comedy crowd. Like I, I'm, I sort of do a bit of the stand-up stuff and then and then so I kind of tried to – well, I naturally sort of bring that into my storytelling element because that's sort of the – I guess the format that I'm most comfortable in. Um, but the lovely thing about this crowd is they're not there for comedy. Like they're there for storytelling. So they're open to you saying something very deep and heartfelt or something that makes them laugh. But I think openness is the key. And so some of the laughter that we got was just, oh, just so lusciously rich because I, I don't think there was that expectation for the crowd. They just wanted to enjoy their time there and, um, yeah, I'd highly re- recommend going to that gig. Um, if you're a performer, you can also contact them online on Facebook. So it's for the record. Um, and you, yeah, you can just be in touch and see if you can grab a time slot there and get up and tell a story. Cause that's so fun. Um, we've been doing that for centuries y'all. And it's so good. So good for the soul for everybody. Um, also did a gig at uh, Dubot Bar uh, in the city and that was a cabaret gig. That was so fun as well. Um, that's run by Trevor Jones and we got up and we did a bit of a cabaret. All sort of, it's all sort of in the scope of like musical theatre, which is a really nice treat because that's not something that you get a whole lot um, at, when you go out at night in Brisbane. Um, it's a really just really gorgeous venue. Um, yeah, they do, they do a lot of gigs like through that spot and like a lot of jazz stuff as well. Um, but that's a really nice event. So once again, especially if you like the musical theater tunes, Oh, hit that up. That was, that was a good time. And also for that, you can also, um, put in an expression of interest to perform as well, if that's in your scope and something you'd like to do. So go, go get them. Um, I was thinking about like when you're a kid and you, you know, you take some of your permission from TV. (laughs) Um, I I had this, I had this um, memory recollection on the way here. And I, when I was a little girl, I, you know, watched Sound of Music. Don't we all? Wow, the crowd goes wild for Maria Von Trapp. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I uh, love Sound of Music and so we <laughs> we had these little curtains at home that looked a lot like the ones that she cut up to make clothes for the Von Trapp children. And I thought, that gee, that's a great idea. I think I might um, cut up some of that uh, fabric that's uh, being used as a curtain <laughs> And um, make some clothing for my dolls because they're naked and they need clothes. Um, you don't do that, apparently. That's not that's not what you're meant to do. Um, <laughs> but it makes me giggle thinking about it because, um, you know, <laughs> there was a big hole in the curtain that was there for years. Like, <laughs> my parents never got new curtains. I think they'd just given up at that point. <laughs> They just tapped out. Um, so that that whole 
probably still is in that curtain, um, in that family home, which is kind of funny. You know, you've got to make your mark. But I like I wonder what that would be the equivalent to nowadays for a grown up to be like, yeah. You know, I can blame a movie for my actions. I'll run away to Paris and you know, for a man, leave New York, leave my journalism career behind, like Carrie Bradshaw and just run off with a man. It's Carrie. Carrie did it, I can do it. Or like if I just someone catches me out at night howling at the moon. Lupin did it. Is it Lupin? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> oh, oh. You know that guy of Harry Potter? <laughs> it is full moon. You might catch me howling at the moon. Uh, don't tell on me. <clears throat> Let's get ready to rumble! So in preparing for this pole cast... <laughs> Pole, live from the North Pole. It's the pole cast. <laughs> no, not today. Um, dreams come true, though. Maybe I will be very, very chilly next podcast, sitting by in the North Pole. Um, what I thought I, I I would do before the podcast, and what I like to do before a performance or anything that I'm going to be getting up and sharing with a crowd, um, is I like to write a list of all the things that I want it to be and all the things that I don't want it to be because it can get you can get so busy and caught up in your head that you just can get overwhelmed and it can be really disabling when you're trying to create something and you know get the gusto to share it with a crowd um so I thought for this podcast I'd just write a list of how I can avoid this podcast being a train wreck here we go How I could make this... Oh, no, I wrote how I could make this podcast a train wreck. Eek. Okay. How... <clears throat> I'm going to start again. Um, how... Okay, wait. How I... Oh. Okay. <clears throat> Starting again. How to avoid making this podcast a train wreck. By Dorothy May. One, don't talk too fast. Two, don't talk too slow. Three, don't take too many pauses. Four, ums and ahs. Five, feeling uncomfortable. Six, being uncomfortable. Seven, don't be weird. Eight, don't talk about strange things like your privates. Nine, don't go on a tangent. Getting lost, never finding a way out of the abyss. Ten, don't forget the numbers on the list. Eleven, don't think you're funny. Twelve, don't laugh at your own jokes. (laughs) Thirteen, don't be too serious. Fourteen, don't be too silly. Fifteen, don't be boring. Sixteen, don't share unnecessary lists. Seventeen, don't share... Unnecessary list that's dragging on, that drags on. <clears throat> 18. Don't share unnecessary lists for my own benefit. 19. Don't share too much. 20. Don't share too little. 21. Don't laugh too loud. 22. Don't laugh at all or too much. Oh. 22. Don't forget your numbers. 23. 
Don't get drunk on air. 24. Don't get stoned on air. 25. Don't forget to go to the toilet beforehand. You know that that always makes you uncomfortable and stiff and weird. 26. Don't be too excited. 27. Don't be too subdued. 28. Don't be an animal that doesn't speak English. That's weird. 29. Don't not know how to transition from a big, long, unnecessary list into something more engaging. <clears throat> the crowd goes wild! <laughs> Let's get ready to rumble! Do, 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 If you're still listening, <laughs> I'm concerned. <laughs> oh, no, God, I love you. <laughs> oh, dear. Please stay with me. Please hang on. Please, it means so much to me. Please don't leave. Thank you. I needed that love and support. <clears throat> Dottie's big tip of the week. Dottie has a tip. She is gonna share. It's a lady tip, not a boy's tip. Okay. Boys, keep your tips in your pants. Rude! Okay. <clears throat> Daddy's big tip of the week. Don't listen to people talk smack about the arts. Oh... Just got to get real for a second. There are a lot of things out there, a lot of a lot of ideas, a lot of fears, a lot of nonsense. And um, I think as an artist, it's <laughs> and there would have been a time when I would have judged myself for being a real <laughs> idiot for calling myself an artist. But do you know what the really interesting thing is? That when you decide to call yourself an artist, that's the beginning. You know, you don't call yourself an artist when you're already there. Because that just kind of implies that you're just going to wake up one day and it's going to have magically happened. (laughs) Oh, good morning. Good morning, birdies. Oh, good morning, sunshine. Oh, my God. I'm wearing a shirt that says I'm an artist. No, that's not how it happens. It does not work like that. You become an artist by waking up in the morning. Good morning, birdies. I'm decided I'm an artist today. And you start the day off as an artist and you pull out a piece of paper and a yellow crayon and you just scribble a very basic sun and you have begun. (laughs) Or you whip out your guitar and you just strum it and you don't know what an A, B, C or D is. (laughs) It doesn't matter where you start. You have to start. And the best way to start is by claiming that right from the get-go. Anyway, it's really important to not listen to the nonsense around you because there's a lot of it. You know, there's um sort of old wives tale that you've you've heard 
you may have heard, maybe you didn't, maybe you grew up in a bubble or you grew up with a very successful artistic family that had really good ideas around the arts or maybe something completely different I haven't even considered right now. But chances are some of my listeners have grown up with being told that a career in the arts is not viable, you can't make a living from being an artist what are you going to do? What are you going to do? What are you going to do? What are you going to do then? What are you going to what what are you what are you going to do? Uh, let's get ready to rumble. You're going to rumble, bitch. That's what you're going to do. <laughs> because honestly, <laughs> yeah, it's tough. But you know what else would be tough? Being a doctor, being a lawyer, Oh, let's just like totally change track. You know what's tough? Working in hospitality. (laughs) That's real tough. And a lot of us have done that. You know what's real tough? Working in retail and trying to care. (laughs) God help me. I really hope I don't ever have to go back there. Um, So much respect for anyone that's working in retail or hospitality. Holy moly. But you know what's also tough? Life. Life is tough. Oh, my word. But do you know what makes life easier? Doing what you love. And if you're an artist or you're a creator, and you know what, I believe that there's a little bit in all of us, but if that's something that you want to do more of, you need to do it. You need to get out there and do it because honestly, it's only as tough as anything else. (laughs) There's different challenges. And I think the hardest part too is when you're approaching it and you don't necessarily have a template or a mentor or someone that can help you through some of like the pitfalls or, or some of like the gray area that you just have no idea where to go in. You know, you, you like, I can't see the forest from the trees or whatever that saying is. I don't know where to begin. I don't know where are my markers, but the thing is you can work that out (laughs) And, and, you know, is spending time to create something that you're passionate about, whatever it is, is so essential. And from that place, you, you can then get to a point where you can think about how can I monetize this? How can I share this with people? And how can I, how can I commission this so that I can afford to keep doing the thing that I love and keep sharing it with the world and be happy? Because, you know, we all deserve that. And the reality is we don't need to fear that there's not enough pie to go around because honestly, you know... Like, not everybody wants to be a singer. Not everybody wants to be a painter. Not everybody wants to be a writer. Um, So we don't need to worry about all ending up doing the same thing and not having room for everyone. There is so much room. Do you know, like, how how much music the average person listens to? You know, how much art we admire? And, you know, all of this stuff, we need it. We need it so much that... If you get good at business and you're smart and you use your innovation and you stay curious and you look for different ways of doing things and you genuinely want to give something to people and have them engage and you genuinely value your work, you can make a living from that because we need it. We all need it. How many people, how many of our listeners, um, you know, like watched TV last night? Probably most Someone, most people watch something on Netflix. <laughs> you know, that's jobs for people. You know, they're jobs for people. People are getting paid to give you that content, you know, and that's just one example. 
So yeah, Dottie's, this is getting pretty real <laughs> and it's, you know, I still want this to be the humor experiment. God, I hope I made you laugh earlier on. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> oh, sorry. Me and me, don't worry. That wasn't offensive to Jesus. Oh, we're on good terms. <laughs> me and my Jesus anyways. You, you, your Jesus might be different. Um, I always get paranoid about that because you're not meant to use the Lord's name in vain. But you see, my Lord's much more relaxed and chill and, and he's, he's really cool and he's a real dude. Anyway, <laughs> I hope I haven't offended anyone. Um, that wouldn't be the first time though. I hope I've made you laugh aside from the big, the big full-on chats. Even if you don't want to make a living from the arts though, go get him. Stuff it. You know, life's too short. Life is way too short to live for money. I know we need it and that's how the world runs, but, you know, try and cheat the system in an ethical way. You know what I mean? Have fun with it. Play with it. Make life more more enjoyable because, um, yeah, the system's there, but it shouldn't, we shouldn't be the system. You know what I mean? You know, you know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? Um, yeah. Uh, what else was I going to say? <laughs> Don't pause too long. Uh, when I was a little girl, <laughs> I liked to force people into my fantasies. <laughs> What's changed, you say? Not much. Hence where I get some of my problems from. But I, um, <laughs> I would, um, we'd have friends over and I'd, I'd, I'd force them to be, to, to play Greece with me. So I'd force our um, visitor to be Danny and I'd be Sandy and, you know, the, I'd cast everybody for the concert and I'd just be Sandy. <laughs> oh, those were good times. You know, when you're a kid, people will, will indulge you a little bit more sometimes. <laughs> and I, I can't help but miss that. Um, I also thought I was, I thought I was legitimately Dorothy from the Wizard of Oz. And so you might've heard on one of my previous podcasts that, you know, I had that, I just love to confess. I wasn't born with this name. It's just like my favorite confession. Like, I think it's so exciting and so interesting. <laughs> no one else probably cares, but I get so excited. It's like a big reveal whenever I get to let that out. Like, mm, do you know I wasn't born with this name? <laughs> I legally changed my name. <laughs> that was meant to be an applause. <laughs> um, <laughs> I legally changed my name. I used to be, my name used to be Haley, And um, weird, it's so weird now. It's been like quite a few years. And um, when I was a little girl, I wanted to be Dorothy so bad. So essentially when I changed my name, I thought, you know what? I am going to gift this to my inner child. And like, I always wanted to be Dorothy. So now that I'm old enough to make my own decisions, I'm going to legally change my name to Dorothy. And oh my gosh, I'm going to love it. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was pretty cool. Pretty cool choice. No regrets. Absolutely love it. Um, much respect to Haley, but you know, it was a new chapter. It was a time for a new chapter. Um, but I thought I was Dorothy and, um, you know, you know, when you're at kinder and you'll sit around the mat and apparently I wouldn't go to lunch break until they said, and anybody with red ruby slippers can go, <laughs> can go and have their fruit. 
Oh, <laughs> so essentially I was dominantly just saying you will play into my fantasy or I will not cooperate. And, um, <laughs> you know what? I feel like I'm finding my way back to my roots because I feel more and more like that little girl every day. And, um, and I think I, I, I don't know. I mean, I know that there's a, like a delusional component to that, but there's also like this if you're crazy enough to dream, just do it and just own it. And um, I'm a big believer of you create your own, you create your own life. So, you know, if you don't like the life you're living, what are you going to do about it? Right. And, um, and so the life that I want to create, I'm pretty set on. And as that vision gets clearer and clearer, it's kind of like I'm inviting people to my party on the provision that they act as the cast from Greece. <laughs> you know, I'm saying you can come along, but this is how we play. <laughs> this is how we play this game in my life. And it's not that I don't have time for other people and their games. I like participating in other people's storylines, but um, I think you got to own your own. You got to own your own story, you own your own creation of what you want out of life. And there ain't nothing wrong with doing that, doing that game. Um, I will be back. I will be back to say hello next Monday and um, hopefully with a guest, unless this pod, this solo podcast just takes off and I just go, okay, ooh, I've got to think of some original thoughts on my own. But no, I genuinely love having the guests in. I think it's just like a great opportunity to get to know some of the incredible talent and personalities around our beautiful city, Brisbane. And, um, and it's just nice for me. I get to learn something from, from everyone that comes by, whether they're a writer or a performer or a creator. And especially when it's all around humor, cause this is so good. I love it. I love it. It's really good. Before I head off, I just want to promo a few things. Yeah. You know what I'm up to. You know what I'm doing. Yeah. You, you want it. You know you do. Oh yeah. Oh yes. Yeah, you do. <clears throat> so just like to highlight, I just like to highlight that I uh, do the clown lab every, uh, no, I don't actually do it on Tuesdays anymore. We're taking a break from the, from the clown lab. I've got a lot of planning and prep to do because what's going to be happening is we're going to be doing a creative development with a group of clowns. Oh my gosh. I am so excited. <laughs> rumble i'm so excited um so we're going to do a creative development with a group of clowns and you know what when you enter that space you are a clown baby so if it sounds like something you like to do and you're nervous you don't know what what to do or you don't know if you've got the skills you got them you got them they're in you we will just unearth that genius so that's open to all people of all ages for whatever reason you'd like to participate i'm keen to have you on board going to do a creative development that's going to have a performance outcome so for about 10 weeks we're going to create a beautiful clowning show that's going to be so fun and then we're going to share it with some people so we're going to have a bit of a show night and you can bring your friends and your family and we'll get the word out there and we'll have like a really fun night of it I'm so keen um so make sure long story short make sure that you're following following the humor experiment on facebook and you'll, you've liked it just because that's nice to do for me. 
love your guts. <laughs> um, and what that will mean is that you'll be you'll be tuned in for all our updates and that when those applications open that you can apply and you can be a part of the awesome crew that is going to be the clown lab the first showcase oh i'm so excited um yeah make sure that you follow us please i i really want you to be a part of it um please review the podcast hey i want to hear your thoughts let it out baby Go to the toilet, do a number two first because I don't want to receive any of that stank. (laughs) Tell your friends if you enjoy this podcast, um, if you've been to the Clown Lab, you enjoy it. Just spread the word around, hey, because like I said about like doing something that you love, creating and being like creating something that you love into a business, you know, I don't, we don't like creators don't get anywhere without an audience, hey. You know, otherwise I'm just essentially a weirdo talking to myself in a room, which I'm cool with because I do that anyway. But the whole point is that it's an it's an engagement with with you guys, the audience. So if you enjoy this, share it around. Honestly, oh, like sharing is caring. Never truer were words spoken. Never, oh, you know what I mean. And what would you like to hear more of? Look, I mean, I like to keep things pos, positive, you know. That was me being really cool, really nifty and modern. I like to keep things a pos. <laughs> I just like to shorthand, shorthand stuff. Shorts, I like to short stuff. Um, I like to keep things positive. So if you have some feedback and you're like, hey, I really like this bit and I want more of it. Yes, yes, yes then I will give that to you. If you're like, you know what? I'd like to hear Dottie do this sort of a thing. That would be interesting. I'd want to listen in more. That's groovy. Send it through. You can contact me on my, at like at my email address. So just email me to Dorothy May. So it's D-O-R-O-T-H-Y-M-A-Y at thehumorexperiment.com and I have chosen for business purposes to spell humor h-u-m-o-u-r thehumorexperiment.com I'd love to hear from you that would be really groovy now you go out there you go out there you go get them I want you to go out there today And I want you to make people laugh. I want you to pull a weird, 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 weird face at a friend. And I just want you to hold that face for a while. I just want you to watch their reaction. I want your heart to fill up with joy and see them lose it in fits of giggles. It feels so good. That's nature's medicine, honestly. Oh, so good. So good for the heart pump. The pumper. The old ticker tocker. And, and I, and you know, to one of your friends that you're not gonna, you're not gonna, like, you want to pick a close friend for this one, but I want you to just, just get a bit too close. I just want you to step into their personal space and just stare at them. Just wait for them to lose it. (laughs) Kids are really good for clowning. Oh my gosh. Can't even tell you how much I love that as inspiration for clowning. You know, um, even just yesterday was teaching some of the kids and one of the girls just stared at me and she just wouldn't stop staring. And it was just the funniest thing. It was hilarious. It went for like five minutes and it just was the best thing. 
<laughs> I've experienced in weeks. Um, so if you're looking for inspiration of how to lighten your heart and laugh big and loud and get into the silly side of things, you just you just go hang out with one of the kids in your life, hey? They know how it's done. Alrighty. I'm gonna say ta ta. <laughs> Oh, I don't want to leave you. It's been so beautiful, but it's time. So I'm going to say ta-ta. Have a great week. Be talking to you soon. Daddy wrote solo. Daddy said YOLO. Daddy said YOLO. And tune in again next week. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.